0: Welcome to the Make That Money Honey podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Jo, and each week I will be bringing you a combination of interviews and solo episodes with industry leaders in finance, entrepreneurship, and women in business. As a former certified financial planner turned financial coach and entrepreneur, I will be sharing my knowledge on how to have better conversations about money within your marriage, relationships, and family dynamics. I will also be teaching fundamental financial literacy about all of the topics that you wish you learned in school. This podcast will get you to think outside the box, create more abundance in your life and improve your money mindset. So make sure to follow and tune in weekly. And it would mean the world to me if you shared these episodes with a friend and left me a five-star review. Welcome back for another episode of the Make That Money Honey podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about boundaries, something that we all know we need to set, but maybe sometimes we are a little bit lax on it because we don't necessarily know what boundaries we need to set for ourselves, for our friendships, for our family, for our coworkers, and all of these things. So I'm going to touch on this today. When it comes to setting boundaries, there's a couple important things to note. Number one is when is it appropriate to set a boundary? Now, setting a boundary is whenever something starts to make your energy shift. And this can be repetitive in nature, something that you've noticed is coming up for you. And I'm going to give a couple of different examples, setting boundaries within your friendships, setting boundaries within your relationships, your family, and your coworkers. So let's start with friendships. Friendships is one that is near and dear to my heart because we all want to be a good friend. We all want to be able to say yes to everything and we don't want to miss out. We don't want to have that FOMO effect, but certain people and certain activities can be really exhausting to our energy levels. They can make us, you know, feel tired and like we don't want to go and resistance when it comes to seeing our friends in certain circumstances. So setting boundaries with yourself with your calendar with your friends is going to be hugely important for maintaining a level of peace and this inner peace is really about allowing yourself to have the time and energy to do the things that you want to do for your own mental well-being and if we're spreading ourselves too thin with activities with commitments with social act you know social activities and things like that it becomes very challenging to maintain our inner peace or do the things that we need to do to recalibrate when we are feeling overwhelmed or stressed or things like that. So setting boundaries with friends comes in all shapes and forms. This can be simply limiting your calendar to how many social events you're going to do in a week. So maybe it's two nights of the week and one lunch or something like that. And also limiting what you say yes to, because now that wedding seasons are back, you know, you're not going to necessarily want to, going to want to go to every single wedding. Weddings are expensive. And while we do want to see our best friends getting married, of course, there might be some people that you're not as close to that you get an invitation to, or things like going out drinking when you're trying to be healthy and you're trying to be in a new fitness routine or you're trying to diet and all of a sudden you keep getting asked to go out for drinks. It's really healthy and really okay to say no and to say that that isn't in alignment with what you're doing right now. And you don't have to give a reason. This is part of the problem with setting boundaries is that we feel this need to justify why we're choosing not to do something so you know our friends will say oh are you free this weekend i want to have a girl's night or i want to do this or do that and we say yes because we don't want to miss out we don't want to let our friend down we might feel at the time that that would be good for us but then as the week goes on our internal self-talk starts to eat at us and we go oh, you know, you really shouldn't be spending money right now. You're trying not to drink alcohol. If you do go out, you're not going to hit that gym class on Sunday morning. And all of these conversations start to weigh on us. And as the date approaches, we start to get a little bit anxious. We start to think about all these different excuses in our head of why we can't go. But at the end of the day, you are allowed to put boundaries on your social calendar that are just not energy Giving activities, so if you don't want to do it, you can just say to people Look, you know when I originally said yes to this I was in a different place and now there has been a few things that have come up along the way that Unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to make it anymore Or you can simply just say look. I'm actually unavailable this Saturday now. Something's come up and I'm not going to be able to attend the girls night Whatever makes you feel comfortable But understanding that your precious time is limited on this earth. And if there are things that you want to be doing in your weekend, in your week, with your family, with your kids, with your business, and there's something that feels out of alignment in your calendar, then you need to restrict that thing from having access to you. Not only is it about access in your calendar, but it's actually access in terms of your energy as well, because there are certain people and certain conversations that will come up over and over and over again that are little pinpricks to your energy. So for example, I was just listening to an audio book called Super Attractor by Gabrielle Bernstein, and it gave me inspiration to record this podcast because what she was saying is that When we ourselves are working on something in our life and she gave the example of improving our financial situation or if you're single and attracting a quality partner. It comes very difficult when you are constantly surrounded by people who are complaining about money, who are complaining about how broke they are or not having enough, or if they're complaining about their marital issues and they're constantly using you as a sounding board, what you don't realize is that you begin to take on the energy and the belief system of these people. And taking that on yourself has an impact on your energy to improving those areas of your life. So setting boundaries around who you hang out with, because you might find that there's one person that every time you see them, you just feel exhausted and you feel drained and they don't add any value to your life. And it is perfectly okay to take breaks from friendships, to cut people out of your life completely if they're no longer in alignment with you and where you're going and to have boundaries around certain conversations you can even say hey you know what i would love to catch up but you know i don't want you to take this the wrong way but if we could avoid talking about your marital problems Tonight, that would be greatly appreciated because I'm trying to work on some things for myself and for my relationship and attracting a person into my life that I get excited about. And it's hard to feel that if we're consistently talking about problems. Now, obviously, that can be a very challenging conversation to have with a friend. And maybe this is something that you journal about instead. And instead, you just restrict the time that you spend with that person. Or you restrict the time that you spend on these conversations and change the subject if you find that you're going down a rabbit hole. So setting boundaries in terms of the actual topics of conversation can be very empowering and can be very productive for not only you, but the other person as well. So then we start to look at boundaries within our family. Now, this is a big one. And I know from personal experience that there are certain things That I have had to tell my family, I just don't wish to discuss. Because the thing with family is they're always going to give you their two cents on what you should be doing, their opinion on something about whatever it is that you're talking about. And we're so used to talking to our families that we don't realize. That Again, these conversations can be hindering to our productivity. They can be hindering to our ideas, to our personal growth, because not everybody is on the same personal growth journey. Not everybody understands all of the things that you're going through and that you've been through in the past. So when you're consistently getting unsolicited advice, which is a whole other topic for another podcast, or when you're consistently getting devil's advocate about why your idea is not going to work or something that you should do differently that might be better or more efficient or something, 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 and you know what I'm talking about. It can be very detrimental to the way that we look at ourselves it can be very disheartening. It can feel like we're never making them happy, like we're never good enough. And setting boundaries around family interactions can be hugely, hugely important for the success of your life, for the success of your relationships, for the success of your family, your immediate family, and so on. Because when we look at the things that we talk about with our parents, with our siblings, it can often turn into heated debates. And what we don't want is to share something prematurely that maybe hasn't gone through the entire idea generation phase yet. And then all of a sudden our family starts bombarding us with why it won't work or it's not going to happen this year, or there's something that's going to prevent us from making this a, a success. And all of a sudden the self doubt starts to creep in and we start feeling badly or another family situation is maybe they don't like your partner Maybe they don't like who you've chosen to bring home. So every time you bring them over, they become argumentative, they become critical, sarcastic, something like that having a conversation with your family and telling them what is okay and what is not okay and what will be tolerated and what won't be tolerated is going to set a boundary around the types of communication that you have when you are in family situations. Also, another important note is that just because they're family, they don't need to know everything about your life. They don't have The right to know everything about your personal life, the ins and outs of your relationship, your fertility journey, your relationships with your friends, whatever it is, not every piece of information that happens for you is your family's business. And having some level of discretion and having some level of privacy is also going to be very helpful when you're talking to family members and especially ones that are judgmental and opinionated. Not sharing every detail of our life also gives us more space so that they are not asking questions about things that we are not prepared to answer. So it's okay To set boundaries around what you tell your family, who you tell your family about, the things that you tell them about your business or your job or your career. And you can also wait until the timing is better. Because sometimes we don't want to share things when we might be excited about it, but we're not sure exactly what the plan is, such as a holiday or getting engaged or something like that. So it's okay to wait until the plan is more solidified so that their opinion is not going to sway you in a direction that you may not have expected when you first told them about this plan. So setting boundaries with family is going to be a hugely, hugely beneficial thing for you to do so that you have more space, more mental clarity in your life, and are not feeling a sense of pressure. Pressure to have children, pressure to get married, pressure to make more money, all of these things. So the next one that we're going to talk about is boundaries in a workplace. Boundaries in a workplace are equally as important as all of these other things. So this is one that's near and dear to my heart because I have worked in the corporate world and experienced things that I did not know were in my power to set boundaries around. For example, when I was working in my first job in finance, I had experienced inappropriate language in a workplace from all different kinds of people. And I just thought that it was okay for people to talk to me with disrespect. And I put up with it. I put up with it and I put up with it until I couldn't. Until one day I was like... I don't feel happy coming into this workplace because of how I'm spoken to. I don't feel happy the way that the tone is when they're getting mad at me about something rather than providing constructive feedback or, you know, giving me with an opportunity to learn and grow and improve, but instead blasting me. And, and then there's other communications like an expectation to respond to emails when somebody emails you after hours. You don't need to respond to work emails outside of working hours if you work for an employer. If you're a business owner, it's up to your discretion. But what happens is when we start working out of our required hours, we set an expectation that this is gonna continue throughout the year. So then when it doesn't, there tends to be a feeling of, oh, well, this person might not be pulling their weight or they're available at all hours. Why are they not responding to my email this time? So that if you ever do want to go on vacation, if you ever do go out for a weekend and you don't want to be on your your laptop or your phone, there's no expectation that you reply to everything immediately and to handle problems when you're supposed to be using that time outside of work for the things that are important to you, like your exercise, like your family, like your mental health, all of the things that are outside of those workplace boundaries are things that you should be prioritizing. And I know that when we are Starting a new job position, let's say we just got a promotion or we're working towards a promotion, or maybe it's our first job and we want to prove ourselves, it can feel like we need to constantly be available and that we need to constantly be working in order to be good at our job. And that is such a false expectation that has been created in the corporate world that it is not true. You do not need to be available 24 seven. You need to prioritize other things in your life that give you joy, that give you peace, that give you relaxation, because if you make yourself available all the time and people start expecting that, then you are never going to have a day off. You are never going to have an emotional release you are going to hit overwhelm and burnout faster than you could ever imagine because you don't have an off button. And if there is an expectation that you do reply, there needs to be a discussion with either your human resources department, your boss, your colleagues, and say, by the way, I am not going to be responding to emails past a certain time of day. If you need to reach me and it is urgent Send an email and I will get back to you at my earliest available opportunity, but I am no longer available 24 seven. And it feels like you're being lazy. It feels like you're not pulling your weight. It can feel like, oh, easier said than done. It's easy for you to say because you don't have my boss. If you're saying any of those things, you need to check yourself because not every work environment is meant to be exhausting, mentally draining, and all consuming that you don't have any other ability to do your own thing for yourself other than be available to your bosses and your coworkers on a 24 hour clock. So, setting boundaries with your work environment will give you more freedom. And this can be something as simple as taking your work email off your phone. So that you're only replying to work emails when you're on your work computer. And it might seem stressful because then you're like, oh crap, but then I don't have my calendar. Then I, you know, you can sync a calendar without having your emails on your phone. You can sync lots of different things, but you don't need to be a slave to your work. And this is going to be so important for your mental health as you go through life and as you go through your career, because it's one thing to work hard and be achieving and goal driven, but when it starts to impact other areas of your life, like your family, like your health, like your fitness, all of those things, then it's actually going against the whole purpose of working harder to make more money because you can't even enjoy the freedom that that more money has to offer you. So the next thing that I'm going to be talking about when it comes to boundaries is with your energy, because your energy is your most valuable resource. Everything you do in your life is a result of your energy whether it's low energy, whether it's high vibing energy, whether it's excitement and enthusiasm. And when you stop giving in to things that drain your energy and you allow more space for things that light you up and that make you feel good, your energy will begin to shift And when your energy begins to shift into a more positive, more grounded, more enlightened way, all of a sudden, all of the things you want in your life will start coming to you with more abundance. Your friendships will improve. Your relationships will improve. The way people speak to you at work will improve. Money will start flowing to you. All of these different things are a result of your energy. So, putting boundaries around things like your boss, your friends, your family members, because they have an impact on your energy, is going to be so crucial for you to live a life of more fulfillment, more joy, more peace, more happiness, because you have the energy and the space to focus on things that make you feel good. So, If you are feeling exhausted and you are feeling worn out and overwhelmed and like you just can't seem to catch up, it's time to have a good hard look at what boundaries need to be put in place into your social life, your family, your work, your energy, your calendar, all of these things so that you've got more space you've got more space to focus on things that provide you joy. Thank you so much for listening today. I really hope this has encouraged you to do a little bit of an internal inventory. Maybe you want to write down a couple of people that you want to set some boundaries with and what those boundaries look like and what impact that will have on your energy. So thank you so much and we will see you next time thanks for listening. And if you love this episode, please share it to your Instagram story and tag me at sandra.m.jo. I would be forever grateful if you left me a five-star review and sent it to a friend so that I can reach as many people as possible. For more information on my financial coaching and how we can work together, check out my website at sandrajoe.com. And until next time, have a great day and go make that money, honey.